That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for a snack break. Caitlin, I have a maybe loaded question for you. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> okay. What is the worst climbing gym you have ever been to, specifically while you have been traveling? You know those times where you're like, I'm going to go to the gym here because I want to go climbing, but I'm away from my usual situation. And then you go to a gym and you're like, what the hell was that? Uh, Has this ever happened yeah. for you? Oh my God, tell me, you don't have to name names, but why, why did you hate it? And so I was visiting family and there's something about old gyms that really aren't the vibe for me. (laughs) Uh, I don't necessarily want to go inside and see fake pretend rock as like the wall. Um, (laughs) and the climbing holds, I kid you not, were probably from like 1994. So they had been like painted with like neon paint. They were super slippery and just like not a lot of variety. It was like every kind of jug that was shitty in the nineties was repainted and repurposed. That that's the worst one for me. And it was kind of like, uh, Never mind. I don't need to climb on this trip or ever again here. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. As someone, okay, to count, I do agree. Some old gyms are you're like, what's happening here? And and the floors are like a piece of paper for padding. And you're like, cool, 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 cool. I'll just uh die i guess um <laughs> this is funny because actually i think my my favorite climbing gym um shout out cincinnati my favorite climbing gym in cincinnati is a uh, climb time blue ash it is great i would definitely That's it's interesting name. that climb time well it's climb time and then it's the blue ash location but they I also have like, a different that location sounds very i don't know go on it, it yeah oh i forget bad. yeah Yes, no, but it's climb time. And then, but I love it. It is old. Um, and like the walls are slippery and they definitely have some like old holds, but they also have new holds. Um, and it's like a tape gym. And some people would describe, they're making some like updates. It's good. But I, I love it. I think it is the best of the best in terms of like old garagey feeling gyms. Um, and they have put better padding in and all these things. So they're like doing work, but I love so, that gym. I guess it's a great what I gym. would say to that is, um, I'm a new age gym kind of gal. I want to go I in mean, and have an experience. So that's my issue. <laughs> oh, uh, no. I think you would like this one. It's good. But okay. it has. It also doesn't have pads where if you fall on them, you'll like break your ankles and die. Uh, that okay. is a fair criticism. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I can think of like the worst, the worst gym I've been to. Now I don't know. I just think of like, do you remember in the princess diaries when in the beginning 
Mia and her nerdy friend are like rock climbing and it's like that's what the nerd girls do and it's like I don't want to go there and do that on (laughs) auto belay like how (laughs) fucking lame so I think that is just seared in my mind oh yeah of a memory like old climbing gyms I'm like no or like the weird section of oh kind of like the gym that your friend Chris sets at probably like the weird section of the YMCA (laughs) is like maybe the Oh, okay. I have a good one. All right. One time I was so desperate for some climbing that I was in, um, I was in Revelstoke, uh, BC on a ski trip, which was dope, but their pool, they had like a pool, like a community center pool. It was like a really bougie YMCA, but they had this bizarre little like kids rock wall over the deep end. That was maybe like 12 feet tall. So I was like, I'm going to deep water solo, but like, let me tell you, grabbing holds while your hands are wet is like a whole ass vibe. Um, And I wouldn't really call it a climbing gym, but that's probably the worst, um, the worst quality climbing I've ever done on a trip. Um, And, and uh, the reason I'm asking you this is because today we're going to talk a little bit about what um and i think this will go into another episode we're having around i don't know which episodes which which order these will come in but i think having approaches when things are less than perfect is good Mm, and that is why we want to talk about less than perfect climbing gyms um but before we get into that and i tell you all about this fun way to approach less than perfect situations um hello hi you're listening to the average climber podcast I'm Lauren. I'm a climbing coach and certified personal trainer, and I'm here with Caitlin. I'm Caitlin, and I am a certified nutrition specialist. And before we kind of get into the meat of today's episode, I want to read you a super awesome podcast review because testimonials are great, but we want to we want to highlight how much y'all love us. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, this, the testimonial of the week this week is about the podcast. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so we've talked about this review a long time ago because I think we loved it, but I we don't thought it was funny, we actually, but we, we have, yeah. yeah, we never read it. So Caitlin, yeah, take so it away. <laughs> okay. So titled Lauren sounds like Janet Varney already <laughs> off to a great start. Um, for those of you who don't know, all I'm going to say is Avatar: The Last Airbender. So, and the Legend of Korra specifically. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They say I want to start by saying that the first episode of this podcast helped me realize I was having a rough few weeks of workouts because I just wasn't eating enough. I was petering out every time I tried to work out. Once I started adding some snacks throughout my day and before my workouts, I started actually having energy and feeling strong regularly again. Thank you for the help. And here's where uh, this legend of Cora comes in. Yes. So the title of this review, dot, dot, dot. The whole time I've been listening to this podcast, I thought that Lauren's voice sounded super familiar. In the second episode, when they mentioned Avatar The Last Airbender, it dawned on me. I also listened to the official Last Airbender podcast, which is hosted by Janet Varney, who voice acted Korra from the sequel series, The Legend of Korra. Lauren and Janet's voices sound so much alike, particularly when they're in the middle of laughing, but are still trying to say words. That said, I would love to hear an attempt at a Korra impression. Thanks for your help and expertise, Lauren and Caitlin from Guitar Guy. Um, Okay, so... Let's hear this impression because we announced it for a reason. 
<laughs> I know. Okay, but now I'm like I'm unprepared. Um, and now I'm like I need a Cora catchphrase, and now I'm googling that. Caitlin, I'll get on it. What should I? Cora's fifteen best quotes. Okay, let's see what I got. All uh, I can remember. I mean, oh, I, I got one. I okay. got one. But this was when she was a little kid. But it's still fun, and I'm just gonna say it. This seems this seems fine. I'm the avatar, and you gotta deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god i love the legend of Korra so much thank you Me so much too. guitar guy i never thought i would that was probably not a good Korra impression but i'll work on it we'll start she's like back. a lot more like kid like when she says it she, she was like, actually she's this like was like doing water bending and fire bending and that yeah scene, she's, and like she's like eight and she's just like destroyed her no, parents the whole like house four. oh yeah she's like they're like, Toddler. we think she's the avatar. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Our house is about to be burned oh. down. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Yeah. I Side note, I saw something really funny the other day where it was like, um, uh, what was it? I don't remember. Like, it might have been a restaurant name, but it was called, like, Nuck Tucks. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Incredible. Okay. okay. Well, I, that we should, should just get end the episode it? there. I guess we should get into <laughs> it. Okay. This is a snack break. So by the way, so um, we'll wrap yeah. it up. Uh, so <laughs> okay. Okay. What okay. we're talking about, as Lauren mentioned, is kind of like making some uh, things this easier. Is a, I guess. Yeah. So a specific good- approach for chaos. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Yes. So we're talking about good better best training so lauren what the hell is that (laughs) yeah exactly okay so good better best training is kind of the the climbers clap back to an all or nothing mindset um we talked about perfectionism shout out the perfectionism in nutrition episode yes good job um (laughs) yes (laughs) so we know our episodes uh but you know so the all or nothing mindset Caitlin, do you want to tell us what the all or nothing mindset is? We both know this because it plagues all of our clients and ourselves probably sometimes. It's either you do it all or nothing at all. So lots of like success versus failure there. Right. And it's not seeing what the in-between is. Which is a problem. Black and white, no gray. Yes, (laughs) correct. Yes. So it's a problem in training or anything you do, honestly, because sometimes there will be times where you could do a little bit, but you're so wrapped up in doing all of it that you won't do the little bit that you can do. So, yep. yeah, yeah. So we've talked about this a lot on this podcast. You've probably heard about this, but you would be surprised to know, you know, how much it might be impacting you. So the way, the reason, so I am introducing good, better, best the good, better, best idea of training. And this is going to be, a, like I said, it's a good, a good thing to do when there is chaos. So essentially with your training, um, whether you do this for like, I would say for this example, let's say you think about your training and you're like, things I can get done in a week. So your good is going to be like the bare minimum. What is the bare minimum that even if shit hits the fan in every single area of your life, it you can still get it done. So that's like your bare minimum and that's your good. And we're going to call that good because if you get any training done when like life is all crazy, that's awesome. Right? So that's like good. So figure out what bare minimum is. Then you're going to go like in the middle and this is going to be satisfactory. So this is your better. So let's say you can do a little bit better than bare minimum one week. So you're going to have like, you know, so maybe for the like low tier, you're like, I will do one session of something 
no matter what it is. As long as I get one session done, great. Satisfactory might be, I'm going to get one strength session done and one climbing type session done. These are just examples. You can insert whatever makes sense to you here. And then like perfection or best is going to be like, if everything's going great, this is what I should ideally be getting done. Like this is the ideal version Mm, of my week. So like, it's like a tiered approach to like what's realistic, but also like what would it look like if you could do it all versus like just getting in the bare minimum? Yes, exactly. So I love that. Yeah. yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I think this is, and like I said, um, I'm going to tell you, yeah, Caitlin, let me ask you this. What kind of like people, like if you were going to do this, I, I don't know if you've ever done this with someone with nutrition, but like what kind of people or situations do you think like something like this might be good for? I'd love to hear your thoughts on where you might think this could work for a climber. Really busy climbers who have yeah. like big, busy ba- day jobs or like families or it's like a holiday. Mm-hmm. I think having some of those like tiers of like, okay, here's my bare minimum of what I want to do. And like, if all things go according to plan, great, I can do my best. But I feel like that would pair really well with for someone whose maybe life is always sort of like in flux, kind of changing yeah. a lot, really busy. 100% hit the nail on the head. So while this strategy, yeah. So obviously this strategy is definitely like, I don't want to like calling it like a training survival strategy where it's like this kind of <laughs> like whatever. Cause you know, there, yeah. this is definitely like a simple way to get shit done um, and not like worry about it too much. I will say like, you know, if you have a little bit more time and flexibility, there's definitely like slightly more optimal ways to operate, but this is a great approach If you are, I I wrote down a few things, but one, and Caitlin honestly mentioned a lot of them, but one, if things are just like chaos, like let's say you like know you're about to have a month that is just chaos. Um, As this episode is being recorded, I would define the last month that I just had as chaos. Um, So I I definitely had a lot of your months are like that. This is true. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I hopefully it like chills out. But anyways, it should. (laughs) It should. Like in theory, I don't live nowhere anymore. So that definitely helps. A really big part of that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So but when things are like where you could just see from a mile away, you're like this month gonna be crazy. Everyone has (laughs) soccer practice every other day. I'm in a night class. I don't know what your life is, but if you're like, I can see from a mile away that it's going to be hard, chaos. Perfect yeah. time to implement this. Um, and like you said, Caitlin, when you have a super variable schedule, so like I have a couple of athletes where they're like, for the next month I'm traveling. I might have a climbing gym. I might not. I one week have a kid that is that I take care of and one week my like co-parent has my child right like when you have a super variable schedule where things can change this can be a super helpful way to like simply figure out your training um or if you feel like you're the kind of person that gets off track a lot and you feel like you like get in get in get into a feeling spiral or you like feel some type of way about it this is a good way to like get yourself back on the horse like simply by just being like I hit the bare minimum good and then like continuing to do that and building from there so I think this can be um yeah so the good better best way to go is a fun way to organize your training and conceptualize your approach to training yeah without making your life super hard yeah Caitlin do you have any 
any thoughts or questions about this one that's basically it <laughs> so oh wow a snack break that's actually a snack a sp- break, a snack break. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely like on the multi appetite yeah we've been doing some multi-course appetizer type snack breaks yeah, yeah, instead yeah, of exactly. like bowl of pretzels type snack break <laughs> i mean i'm not a big fan of bowl of pretzels anyways so like let's this is be true. honest um yeah. but i feel like i really like this approach because even for me like I'm starting to think about training for my fall season. So I'm like in the pre-contemplation stage. <laughs> You're like in the stages of change model as a yes. prospective client. Yes. I'm like, maybe that would be cool. Yeah. So right now I feel like it's, you know, when I, without like a – a training plan to guide what you do in a week it's kind of hard to conceptualize like okay what am I even doing when I show up to the gym (laughs) so I feel like having something like this would at least give me like a loose structure for my weeks and be like okay right now I'm in the middle of a couple launches like I'm busy with clients and Mm -hmm. I just I have a lot of trips coming up so like what's my my good what's my better and then what would be the best? And I, I feel like even that without the structure of training will, would it like help me sort of like lay some groundwork and be like, okay, my good would be like just climbing. Yeah. Better. Actually, can I put you on the spot? Let's do an example. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Caitlin gets retraining. Okay. So <laughs> for you right now, like what would be like, honestly, I totally agree with you. I think this model can be a great way to kind of like ease in to getting back to yeah. like doing stuff too. Um, okay. So for you, Caitlin, right now, what feels like bare minimum you could do in a week too too easy to fail? Like you just couldn't even fail at this. It'd be so doable. Probably one climbing day and like one weightlifting day. That's like barest gotcha. of minimums. Would you add some finger work to the weightlifting day i could (laughs) currently (laughs) no (laughs) i well you could also add it to the climbing day i'm being a pusher on your okay we can we can leave the finger work alone maybe we bump that up to satisfactory that i think that's gonna have to be satisfactory because (laughs) you you know our wall also ryan just bought so many crimps so when i'm done climbing i'm like oh (laughs) Pro tip, do your hanging as a way to get your fingers extra warm for your totally. crimping. So get warmed up, do your hanging, and then go back to the wall. Anyways, I yeah. won't be a pusher on that. Okay, cool. So we've got our bare minimum, like one climbing session, one weightlifting type session. Perfect. What would it look like if you were like, this is a pretty satisfactory week. Like I feel like pretty darn good about this. I would probably add this finger. <laughs> perfect but I would also probably do it on its own no I'd probably do it as like part of my warm-up and I would level it up a lot and like start adding weight at some point and maybe instead of one weightlifting day I would do two so okay so you think it would maybe be better to climb more than to strength train more I think right now yeah yeah I think so too but we also have perfection tier as well so okay so now for our middle of the road tier we've got like one hangboarding session two climbing sessions and a strength training session 
Correct. Yep. That's pretty good. That's pretty darn good. I think it feels good. And like, I'm going on a lot more hikes and I'm trying Mm -hmm. to like do more yoga and like, that's very low impact. Like I know some people will tell me that and I roll my eyes. I'm like, really? Is it your two hour? um, Like hot yoga class? Yeah. Yeah. We're both raising our eyebrows a lot. You can't see it, but we're like, eyebrows, eyebrows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I do feel like that would be a good thing to like work up to, you know, it's hard to juggle it all. And I think Mm -hmm. having the capacity to say like, okay, I may not get my best level every week but if I show up that's still showing up and correct I think that's helpful so yeah. I love that perfect okay speaking of perfect what would your like best tier look like probably <laughs> training for real again <laughs> <laughs> so having like i no, i like that so basically take yeah so taking like these sessions where you're like i'm at least climbing i'm picking up some weights in some kind of way and i'm doing some kind of hanging best would look like i'm doing this and they are all like structured like actual full-on training sessions okay i completely agree with that and i also think if you spend like two or three weeks just in like good good better mode and getting back in the swing of things and then you're like okay i'm ready now ready to like layer on you know like a real training plan then I think that is great and also I just want to make a note too like if you're super new to training like we talk about this a lot but if you're super duper new to training you just deciding that instead of climbing once a week and going three times a week could be your training plan so Caitlin is obviously a more advanced climber than that and she needs more training specificity than you know what I just mentioned but yeah. She's like, yeah, the new gains are long over for me. But if you're totally <laughs> new to climbing or you're very new, like your good, better, best could like, you know, be very simple and that's great. So yeah, good job, Caitlin. Thanks for thanks for guinea pigging that for us. Um so yeah, hopefully <laughs> for all you know, this is one approach of many, y'all, but I think it can be a really good one for a lot of the um reasons that we mentioned. So very cool. Okay, I think we can wrap that up there um okay caitlin as this this episode is being aired on june 29th 2023 are there any things you need to tell people about well there are some things coming up that i am not going to say too much about um (laughs) but uh if you recall body comp pro that i launched last year with emily smith uh she and i are turning this into a group program because (gasps) we want people to have support and accountability as they approach strength so Body Comp Pro is a course focused more on the science behind body composition and practical approaches. This is specifically going to build on that, but focus on strength as a principle. So that's happening in July. That's all I'm going to say. And then at the time of this recording, I still have one more spot for July. It's very possible that will already be gone by now. Um, But I also have some spots opening up in early fall. So if you're looking for some nutrition coaching, I would love to chat with you and see what we can do together. 
I love that. Awesome. Very cool. Oh my gosh. Body Comp Pro yeah. is a group program. That sounds dope. I'm like, I I'm so excited. <laughs> That's <gonna be> sick. <laughs> oh my God. What, what do you got going on? Uh, let's see. So at the time this is being recorded, I have none custom plans left for July. Those got snatched up in a big hurry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. you lose. Snooze you lose. <laughs> but I do have five spots available um, for start dates in August. This is obviously, we're not recording this on the day that it is coming out. So there is a chance that that has changed. Um, but just look at my website on the custom plans page uh, for the latest information. Goodspreyclimbing.com. Um, okay. It's brand new and improved. Brand new. New and improved. <laughs> it looks so nice. I'm so excited. Um, really and does. then. Uh, thank you, Caitlin. I am, <laughs> I am thrilled about it. I need to add our podcast. I need to add a podcast page to the Ooh, site yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah need to yep. needs to happen. Um, but also while we are talking about training plans, if you're like, well, looks like I missed out on a custom plan. But hey, that's totally fine because guess what? I have app based training programs on my website now, so you can grab Crush It Sport Climbing or Crush It Bouldering on my website for whichever version of it you want, whether you want the downloadable version or the app version. So there is training available from me all the time now, which is awesome. So yeah, don't forget to check out those things. Um, And also, as always, get on the weekly training plan makeover. Every week I take an audience member's training plan and I give it a makeover and make a little video about it. And I love making these and it's fun and people love it too. And they send me nice emails about it. So you should get on my list if you are not already on it. Um, and all the links to all of that are in the show notes. So yeah. I love it. I think that's it. Okay, Caitlin. I suppose we can wrap this wrap this thing up. We should before it becomes not becomes a snack. Becomes a not a snack, a multi-appetizer <laughs> situation. Yeah. Party yeah. at Applebee's. Okay, excellent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, everybody. Keep, Keep it, it average. average. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we need to be in first.